Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that's all. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Love, Lust, and Badass Soul, and this is the Soul. CEO Hayes is in the building with the lovely Miss AJ Jones, the celebrity herself. AJ, <laughs> I mean, I, I like to think that I'm pretty entertaining myself, but you are definitely the heart of this podcast. How are you doing today? That's such a beautiful thing to say. I am fantastic, thank you. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm 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 good. Uh, you know, it was Thanksgiving here in America. I had ate a lot of good food. Um, I love I love it when I'm in the kitchen with my mom because it reminds me of like when I was growing up and learning how to cook. Me and her were cooking at like six o'clock in the morning. Um, so we had a lot of fun. It was it was a it was a good nostalgic weekend uh just being amongst family we had a small dinner it wasn't a bunch of people it was my family uh my uncles my mom my grandmother but yeah just small and it was a lot of fun that's beautiful that's really beautiful i did a lot of drinking but how how was yours what did you do this weekend honestly it's a bit of a blur um i think we had mentioned in the last podcast that our Canadian thanksgiving is actually in october um, but I did kind of partially cook a Thanksgiving dinner for a very good friend of mine. Her husband is actually American and they couldn't be together. Um, so I had her come over and, and I cooked, um, an American type Thanksgiving dinner for her. So that was kind of nice. Cool. Cool. So, uh, well, I'm, and I know Canadians have a different Thanksgiving, but, um, do you guys on the Island, I like to say, do you guys yeah. have a, a Thanksgiving <laughs> or anything like Thanksgiving that? No? Doesn't, Thanksgiving and then, um, like Halloween's doesn't we don't do halloween wow okay <laughs> yard people don't do halloween <laughs> like if they're in canada they're in america they're somewhere else they will but if you're in jamaica you can't go knock on nobody door and ask them for free nothing <laughs> they will come up with a podcast for you yeah. Ooh, that would be the least or they'll set the dogs on you but yeah they don't they don't do thanksgiving we don't do um <laughs> we don't do halloween <laughs> Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so I mean, you know, we like to start off with topics today. And I uh, well, topics before we go into questions. And the topic today is kissing. All things kissing, intimate, non intimate, likes, dislikes. You know, I like to go yes. to you first. Ladies first. How do you feel about kissing, Miss Jones? I think, um, not I think, I feel that kissing is one of the most intimate acts that you could perform with another person. Um, staying above the shoulders, that kind of kissing. Um, it's very involved. You're sharing bodily fluids with a person that are that is like a in a non-penetrative. Is that a word? In a yeah. non-penetrating type of way, um, because it doesn't involve the penis, it doesn't involve the vagina, like it doesn't involve anything like that. It's just an exchange of energy. Um, and a kiss is really significant. It has the ability to completely wreck and fuck up a hood situation. It has the ability to make people feel happy and feel joy and to feel soothed and to feel connected, to feel sexual arousal. Like a kiss conveys so much. And I, and I think that it's one of the most important parts of intimacy. What about you? I completely agree with everything you said. Kissing is one of the most intimate things that 
you can do. I mean, it's, I mean, I, I don't really know how else to explain it. Like it, 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 you can tell a lot about how a person feels about you by the way they kiss you. I absolutely completely agree with that. Like, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, yeah. And, and, and I think a lot of people just look at like intimacy. They kind of associate with just sex and intimacy is so much more than, than the, the act of having sex and mm-hmm. kissing is extremely intimate. Um, just pulling someone in closely, like you said, sharing body parts and, and bodily fluid. So to say it, it's, yeah, it's energy. definitely, oh yeah. Energy for sure. Um, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. Kissing is great. Now, you can't just when go around kissing everybody, though. Right, but when you when you do decide that you want to kiss someone, it uh, the, it has to be a it has to be someone that kisses well. And there are a lot of people I think that think that they can, and it's just oh no no. <laughs> like I said, I've I've been kissed by somebody, and okay, so being in the in the space with the person, feeling their physical energy, absolutely aroused, absolutely turned on. Yes, he's gonna get some. Then we start to kiss. Nah, boss, you need to back up off that. Maybe <laughs> another time. Or like if I try to guide them, don't laugh. If I try to guide them or steer them into like a sexier way of kissing, they're just non-resistant and not open to it. And then it just becomes, ugh, ew. Like I've had somebody lick my teeth, ew. That's the turn off. Um, oh my God. When there's like saliva running out the side of your mouth, ugh. Um, when you lick my mouth, like lick the outside of my mouth, absolutely not. So wait, were you or kissing bulldogs? Mouth. Like that just sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> like what? you <laughs> wait we need to go to a commercial <laughs> oh man man ask me if i'm kissing fucking bulldogs i love you I, lo- I love and hate you like they're right in this exact moment oh my god no these were uh these were men um the last person that i kissed um, I guess he was, thought he was being sexy. Um, and he, <laughs> my girlfriend laughed at me when I told her this, you know how like in the, the films from the 1920s, how they roll their head from side to side very quickly when they're kissing, because that's their expression of passion. Yeah. Right. He kisses like that, like in real life in 2017, going to 2018, the man kisses like he's in a 1920s movie till I had to like literally put my hands on either side of his head to hold him still. And then when he like when then when we stopped kissing, he licked my mouth. Fuck. No. God damn. No. What are you doing? I will say exactly bulldogs. Bulldogs. I I was on to it. Um, but uh, (laughs) at the stroke of midnight, he was going to turn back into a dog. That's why he was getting it all in while he could. Um, and the thing is, like, my immediate response was like, "Don't do that." And then he laughed, like he thought it was funny. Nah, boss. There's nothing funny about that. No time. And I'm weird too because, like, what? Oh no, go ahead. Because, like, I was going to ask if you have experience a bad kissing experience. Um. Yeah, I mean, probably in in high school. I mean, well, yeah, you also kissed one person for a very, 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 very long time. So that's exactly. different. I can't really. Yeah, okay. yeah. And and me and the wife had this thing where, like, I I used to like I, I love just touching tongues randomly in, in public. Yes. Like I. That's. <laughs> yeah, that's sexy to me. I'm sorry. Like that's one of those weird things you see a couple do, and you're just like, yeah, they oh. really love each other because they're weird. Like weird as hell. <laughs> Your weird matches her weird. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
but anything left on kissing that you want to talk uh, about before we move into questions for today? Only honestly, the only piece of advice I would really have about it is if you're kissing somebody that you really, really want to kiss and really want to get into, and they don't like your style of kissing, don't be offended. Like try to learn. Maybe there's a different type of way of kissing that you haven't explored before. It's not a bad thing, especially if they're willing to to teach you. It's it's like with anything in intimacy. If you don't know something, don't just assume that it's an easy thing to do. Allow someone to teach you and to help you develop your skill. It's not a bad thing. So that's it. Okay. I can get with that. I can get with that. How much, how much teaching is too much teaching though? Honestly, by this, if I have to tell you twice, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> you should be paying real close attention the first time I tell you, especially if I'm practicing slowly with you. Like for me, I'm a, like a, like a gently suck your bottom lip, bite a little bit firmly, a little bit of tongue, like that kind of whole combination. You know what I mean? Switch up your head position a little bit, but like Redrin, not from side to side, like you're a fan. Don't do that. But if I say to you, like, if I say to you, like, CJ, just, I want to kiss you, but don't kiss me back. And I say to you, just stick your tongue out. Don't do anything. Just stick your tongue out. And I kiss you. <laughs> Can you blink? <laughs> and I kiss you. That's like a gentle sucking on your tongue with intention. It's a gentle sucking on your bottom lip with intention. It's to communicate and convey something. If you're kissing like all willy nilly and all over the place and not paying attention to cues and signs, you need to try to pay attention to the cues and signs. Somebody shouldn't have to tell you or demonstrate to you more than once. I agree with that. I agree. And I'm I'm very much, I think I said this in a previous episode, is that you would know how into somebody is with you by how much you don't have to, like, if they're paying attention to how your body reacts, you that tells you a lot about how into you they are. I firmly believe that. So yeah, that, everyone listening, pay attention. If you care, pay attention to your partner's body. That, I, I can't stress that enough. Now, if you don't care and you're just trying to get your rocks off, that's between you and whatever you do. But pay attention. Right. Pay attention. Um, the rewards are so much better when you do. Trust me. Yes. <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> are you ready to get into some questions? Absolutely. All right. So the first question of the day, and this is continuing the hot questions that we ended last podcast on. Lord. Is there, Is there anything you want to try sexually that you haven't yet and i must say again this is uh, this is going to turn into my weekly disclaimer this is not questions from Hayes. this is not me trying to ask anything of aj these are submitted by listeners i'm a hundred i would be way more uh, sleight of hand (laughs) but um nonetheless what's your answer to the question is there anything that i haven't tried intimately or sexually that i want to try See, if I answer this question, you're going to fight with me. So I want to say I haven't pegged a man. A man. I, thought you had, I thought you had pegged a man I before. Okay. I said that you're going to fight with me. That's why I didn't want to say it. Sorry. Okay. No, I take that off. I take that off the plate entirely. Um, wow. I've done a lot of stuff. Um, this is a good one. Fuck. I'm actually stumped for a minute here. Um... I have not tried anal beads. That is something that I would like to try. I have not tried um, remote control power. Mm. When I say that, I mean you have a device inserted into you, the woman, and the person that you give control to has the remote. See, that's a dangerous and- tool for somebody like me because I'd wait to like we're at a public dinner and you're like talking to your boss and be like, eh, Absolutely. eh. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's supposed to be. 
yeah see um that's something i would be definitely interested in trying um especially if i'm in a public place with the person just to yeah that type of releasing that the relinquishing that type of control to somebody yeah um i haven't been completely bound like those sexy pictures that you see of people being tied up in rope in a very artistic type of way like yeah, the 40 shades of gray type shit Fifty Shades of Grey, whatever no. that's called. Not, no, there's a it's a Japanese art form actually, and, and for the life of me, I can't remember the, the name of it right now. But I will remember by the time we do our next um, our next podcast. But they they tie up they tie you up in just very it's very artistic and very creative knots. Um, but it's an actual art form. That is something that I would actually like to do. Um, and honestly, okay, so I'm gonna say this one just because it is. I would love to put a strap on on and fuck a man. What is why? I don't think outside of like why? Um, because I think it's important between partners for you to be able to submit completely to your partner and submit to whatever pleasure they want to give to you, provided you don't end up in the hospital. It's not something that's going to be agonizing and painful for you, because really and truly, at the end of the day, whether men want to admit it or not, your G spot is in your ass. It's near the prostate, right? Isn't that what they say? Okay. And when that is stroked, for gentlemen who I have spoken with, who have even just had a finger inserted and the finger is stroking them, they said like they, they don't want to admit it and they're not gay and all these, you know, quali they qualify the reasons why. But at the end of it, they all agree like it's something that they very much enjoy. I had a conversation earlier this week with a man who admitted to me that he enjoyed having his ass eaten. So those are those are a couple of my things that I, I haven't tried that I would like to try. Well, there you go. <laughs> Moving on to the You're next question. Oh, no, hi, hi, hi. Back up, back up, back up, back up. That was really smooth. Not too smooth. This is a, a his and hers. So please, sir, <laughs> share with us. That was really smooth. You almost got that by me. I, I did. I'm, I'm, I am very smooth. Um, my Honestly, though, all jokes aside, um, mine would be slight, like, uh, electrocution sounds way too harsh. Um, but electric play. That, that, that would be it. <laughs> That that would definitely be just just the slight current, like they they make those passion rods, like yeah, uh, that yeah to electrocute somebody. That's again electrocution sounds so harsh, but look it up. You guys know what I'm talking about. That's definitely definitely something I, I'd be interested in trying. <clears throat> are, are you now ready to move on to the next Absolutely. question <laughs> can we please run it into the next one <laughs> the next question um how important is foreplay to you if i had to put in a in a, a scale 10 being really important um it would be at a, maybe about a seven and eight um i think the foreplay is important but you also have those times where you're being risque and dangerous and foreplay just isn't afforded because of time mm -hmm. but it's also like exciting and hot and all that kind of stuff um but like on an everyday type of basis if you're getting it in that much or however often um i would actually yeah i would say an eight and a half on the scale of importance um Kissing, touching, caressing, you know, oral, um, just even like the gentle touches and walking away and not really continuing right then and building up that intensity. Um, yeah, it also gets the juices flowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you said, foreplay is definitely important um, unless you run into those situations that are just like 
I want you right now. I don't care where we are, what we're doing. It has to happen right now. Go behind this bush and let's make it happen. Like <laughs> that's that's there, there are times like that where foreplay is not going to be possible. But I, I I think foreplay is honestly in some ways more intimate. That goes back to intimacy versus sex than sex that's, itself. Yeah, so, absolutely. Right. Um, so yeah, foreplay is definitely, especially when you're when you're trying to connect with somebody intimately. Um, yes. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. It's an opportunity for you to to bond with that person on a, on a different level, and not like that old metaphysical spiritual. Not like not that, but just in a really deeply intimate way. It's a great opportunity for you to bond. Absolutely, absolutely. So that there we go. There. Um, I'm surprised we didn't go longer. I really don't have much else to say about that. Yeah, foreplay is definitely important though. Don't don't skip when it's possible. Don't skip on the foreplay. And a lot and for a lot of people. Um, I think married couples with kids or multiple kids, sometimes you lose foreplay. Don't do that. Always have time. Make time for foreplay. Even if it's a little bit. I, I think that that's very important. Yes. All right. I absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, moving on. We're gonna we're getting less hot than last last episode. We heated up as the questions went along. Uh, this next one is: When's the last time you tried to shoot your shot and you were turned down? I'll go first on this one. And this people oh. will listen to this and they'll say that you're just trying to brag. I've never shot my shot and been shot down. Never. Now, I don't shoot shots anymore. I don't take shots. I have no need to. I don't. I don't do that. But back when I was in the world and I was shooting my shot, I've never been turned down. It's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. Let's see. That's the thing. Is like I guess because I didn't shoot a lot of shots, I was more of a selective shooter. Um, right. I was Steve Nash. I I, I strategically planned my my shots. So yeah. exactly. I, I knew you would get that Canadian uh, plug there. But what about you, Miss Jones? Uh, while you were actually giving your your answer, I was trying to think um, whether I have or not. I've never often had to shoot my shot. Um, the shot always seemed to come to me. If that makes any sense. Um, the only time that I actually shot my shot and the shot was turned down is because wrongfully, I will I will say that first, um, I approached somebody that was off limits. Ah, okay. So, and, and I love him for it because he respectfully said no. He explained that as much as he would want to, that just isn't something that he did. Oh, well, um, shout out to him. Yeah, in this day and age, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't be mad, like in any way, shape, or form. It sucked because it made me like him more, but I had to totally respect him for that. It was a very, very good thing. Um, but yeah, I can't say that I've ever shot my shot and uh, had it shot down. I mean, and that's the thing is, I really don't mean that as like bragging rights at all. I'm just, I'm. Oh, I do. I'm just joking. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and I think a lot of times too, like I said, back when I was wild, like I knew before I even shot my shot that it was going to be a yes. So, like it's just. So, on the flip side of that, let me ask a question. Have you ever felt bad for shooting down someone's shot? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Like, so I, I ran into a period in my life, I think it was like 19, early 20s, to where for some reason, I ran into a lot of bold women who just like blatantly shoot their shot, and it was like, pam, 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 deflecting left, right, yeah, center. Like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, there was uh, a time. I think I worked at Bush Stadium. Sweetest girl in the world, but man, did she look like an old boot? Um, and <laughs> I just, oh, I had, I had, wow. I had, I had, a, I had a, 
let her down but like i said she was the sweetest nicest person in the world but i don't remember her name now but yeah i had to yeah no i i i, I hey as ugly as she was though she had some confidence have you ever shot down someone's shot and they still continued to shoot oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah there was yeah yeah there was this chick at work one time uh that she was extra bold with her shot and uh the wife just did not like it at all i mean like to the point to where it would be Ooh. like it would be like i'm waiting on your wife to mess up like what oh wait whoa whoa Jeez. and see like I, I i i always was honest with stuff like that with um with my wife so i, I would i would say like hey because i don't ever want anything to come back and it'd be like you didn't at least know so it was like this chick is crazy so if something happens <laughs> like you know i'm telling you right now it's not me <laughs> but uh yeah so uh yeah she was on your boy something terrible i mean like i would get to work and uh, like she would see me as i'm coming in she walked to the back as i'm going to, like put my smock on or whatever and she'd be like hey i'll be like what's up she'd be like you just look so good today oh okay thank you I'm, I'm gonna go work now if you need me to work if you need me to work on anything on you for you let me know oh shit oh that's what man it was bad like that it was probably the most uncomfortable a female has ever made me because she was so forward so forward yeah oh man that's not me to me that's aggressive especially keep coming and i keep buffering you stop at work at that like at work it got so bad to the point to where like after work happy hours like don't even invite me i'm not going i'm not doing it because i keep myself maintained I, I like i'm very respectful especially at work and i've been a supervisor most places i've been so i've had to like hold myself to a certain level but if it's outside of work i'm cussing you the hell out because then yeah, at that absolutely. point yeah so yeah oh you're well within your rights then so yeah Jeez, I think we should move to the next question. Boy. Yeah, let's because let's, let's, I'm traumatized just thinking about it. But uh, let's 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 move. That's two weeks in a row. I'm so sorry, or two oh, episodes man. in a row. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the, the next question is: Do you have a one that got away story? I do. Uh oh. Uh oh. I didn't want to tell this story because people are gonna think I'm an asshole. Like, <laughs> and it wasn't be it wasn't because I wanted to be an asshole. I just really felt at the time that this person and I were not compatible. Um, but when I revisited the situation years later, yeah. Um, this was in my mid-20s. Um, I'll tell you his name. His name is Howard. And a friend of mine, Mike, laughs about it all the time because he tells me that, yeah, he always asks me, like, what did you do to Howard? Because, um, I don't know, apparently after that, Howard went a little bit nutty. Um, and then I, I'm blamed because if I'd stayed with him, then he wouldn't be the way that he is. But um, he was a wonderful person. Um, we had a great friendship before anything intimate ever happened. We were friends for a few years. Um, he was artsy. I'm artsy. We had a lot in common. We had a lot of friends in common. And I liked, I really liked another guy at the time for completely superficial reasons. Women. <laughs> because I'm an asshole. <laughs> Um, and at this point, Howard asked me to marry him, but because I'm a dick and I wanted to still be young and flirt and, you know, you know, be a hoe, <laughs> um, I turned him down and 
ended up having a fling with the the guy that I liked or was just sexually attracted to. Um, that ended horribly, and Howard found out about it, um, and cussed me out and told me that I didn't deserve him. Um, just a lot of really. Yeah, I, I can't even say mean because he was justified in his feelings. Um, but the worst thing that he said that hurt me was that I didn't deserve him. And at the time I was like, well, fuck you, whatever. You're not my man. I don't care kind of thing. Just because I was being a bitter bitch and I wasn't accepting the fact that I had hurt him. Um, but years later and thinking about it, yeah, he was right. I didn't deserve him. Well, I mean, that shows a lot of growth that you can admit that. So I'm really but good I- about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you definitely are good. I mean, that's part of having a podcast like this. I think we we were forced to be self reflective if we weren't before. But uh, yeah, I've always been, I've I've always been pretty <laughs> pretty self reflective. As far as a one that got away, honestly, no, I don't I don't have a one that got away. I I've just never had that situation. Because um, you married you one, yeah, exactly. Yeah, did I ever tell you the story how I met? No. I, I think it's fair. a great opportunity for you to tell that story. It's too sappy. It's too sappy. I got an image to maintain. Hi, hi. We like sappy. Come on, cough it up. Okay. So you can bring it up. Say it. <laughs> so, so I was on lunch, high school, um, and I saw this girl walking up the steps, and my friend at the time, I'm like, I was new to the school. I was probably like a couple of weeks into the school, you know, military brat. We moved all around. I was like, who is that? My friend said, I don't know, but I'll find out for you. So my friend, this is this is how smooth I thought I was. But nonetheless, my friend goes and finds out. He comes back. And this is the exact words. I say this all the time. He said, fool. I'm like, what? She rides your bus. Keep in mind, I didn't ride the bus to school. I was rode in the car with my friend again because I was smooth. Uh, but <laughs> so I ride the bus home the next day, purposely sit in front of her on the bus start up a conversation keep in mind i'm quiet as hell i do not talk at all quiet as hell um and so strike up a conversation hit it off great conversation almost inseparable from that point on took a couple of years not talking uh after high school uh got back cool when we got back acquainted um my cousin at the time the, the one who just recently passed away um i told him he was like he was like what's up with with that i was like i'm gonna marry her someday this nigga gets in the car with her after we got married and was like oh yeah i knew Corey was gonna marry you because we were talking one day and he said oh i'm gonna marry her. i'm like dude you don't say that to people that was something i, I shared with you in confidence he's like he was like my little brother um i still miss him so much but yeah so that that's the story oh it hurts that's beautiful oh I don't like, listen, don't make me emotional over here. This is not okay. <laughs> That's an absolutely beautiful story. Aw. Why did you stop talking? Is this something we can talk about on air? Okay, no, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, we'll talk about that I want to know about that two-year gap. We'll, we'll talk about that another time. None, nonetheless. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Yeah, so since you got me sharing, let's make this personal. How did you meet your husband? Oh, okay, so uh, a mutual friend of ours... Um, okay, so a mutual friend of ours, she was in the last month of her pregnancy. Um, I was 20 going on 21. And um, I lived in a house with uh, three other people. And she asked me to come stay with her in the last month of her pregnancy. So I was like, okay, packed up my shit. 
um, went and stayed with her and she had a baby shower and I was made the hostess of the baby shower. So my responsibility was to go around, greet people, welcome them, take gifts, put the gifts away, ask people if they wanted drinks or they wanted something to eat. So my children's father, my ex is six foot five and I am somewhere between like five, five and five, seven. You're four I two, that stop pro- lying. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm small, but I'm not invisible, shut up. Um, so, you know, people are, are in the house and, you know, I'm making my rounds or what have you. So I see him come in, you know, not really moved by him. And I went and I asked him, um, I introduced myself and then I asked him whether or not he wanted uh, anything to drink. He said, no, he was cold. Da, da, da. So about a half hour goes by and I'm walking around the room now asking people if they want food and what have you. So I go up to him. Now, keep in mind, I don't know this man from anywhere. I said, I walk up to him and I say, you know, can I get you a plate of food? He looks at me in the most condescending way, like I was the help and says to me, I know where the kitchen is. I'll get it myself. Excuse you. <laughs> so I was like, okay, fuck you. No problem. And I kept it moving. Um, a little while later, there were a bunch of us out on the veranda. Uh, it was the summertime and I had on shorts and a vest. You know, this is like the 90s. So we had that funky kind of way of dressing. Um, so he comes out on the veranda and he's engaging the conversation. And after a while, I realized he's not talking. He's just standing there staring at me. So I top, stop talking and I'm looking at him like, can I help you with something? And he says to me, can I touch your legs? No. <laughs> And he's like, why not? I'm like, I don't know you from anywhere. I don't even know where your hands have been. And he's like, okay, no problem. So um, that was done. A couple of weeks go by. I don't I don't ever see this guy again. A couple of weeks go by, still at my girlfriend's house. Sorry, this is a really long story. Still at my girlfriend's house. Um, she's at work. It's like 12 o'clock, 12.30 in the morning. I'm hungry. I call her because I wanted to bring pizza home. So he answers the phone because he's her boss. And he's got the greatest deep voice. Oh my God, Whew. he's got like a very, a very white voice. So he answers the phone. I asked to speak to Carol. He puts me on hold. And honestly, I'm on hold for like close to 10 minutes. So he comes back on the phone. He's like, I'm really sorry. Carol is busy. Can I take a message for her? So I said, can you just let her know that I wanted to pick up pizza on the way home? Fine, no problem. So it's one o'clock in the morning now and the doorbell rings. Okay, you following me? Yeah. I go to the door and I look through the peephole and this man is standing in the door. What and I'm pizza? thinking to myself, do you at least bring me pizza? No, the man, my husband, my ex-husband, <laughs> right? He's at the door. So I open the door. I'm like, um, Carol's not home yet. He's like, I know I left Carol at work. I'm like, okay, so what are you doing here? He's like, oh, well, I, feel, I felt really bad for keeping you on hold for so long. So I brought pizza for you. One o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, fine. So he comes in and we are sitting. This is when I knew that I loved him. And this is so strange because as I, this is the first time we ever talked. And you know, we had the conversation. Sometimes you just know. Um, so we're sitting in the kitchen and I'm on like an office chair. So a rolly chair and he's sitting on a chair across from me and we're just kind of chit chatting and getting to know each other. So he says something to me and he gets up to like, he gets up to walk towards me, not with any kind of intention, but he just gets up and starts and I roll my chair back and he stops and he closes back and he sits down. So I roll back to where I originally was. He gets up and does this two more times. And in my mind, I was like, all I want to do is just kiss you. Then honestly, I knew that I was in love with him and I knew that we were going to be together. I knew that I wanted to have babies with him. Is that weird? It is absolutely weird. Did he I swear kiss him that my- night? No, he didn't. We waited for maybe three months before we had sex. It just wasn't important. Well, that was a we serious on- question, but I'm glad you answered it though. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
for his birthday we went on a date we parked uh we were supposed to go to a park in the night it was raining we parked it by the pier um down by the beaches in the back of his car we rolled the seats forward and we ate tuna sandwiches and drank coke and ate crunch bars and listened to music like the whole night right until the sunrise it's just it was just the courting phase was just beautiful it was really beautiful dope Oh, look at that. And, and then we'll follow it up with the divorce episode coming next week, right yeah, here on right? Love, Lust, and, Love, Lust, and Badass. So, but um, the final question for this day <laughs> oh man, I guess this ties into the stories we were just telling. Have you ever had your heart broken? And that's how we're going to end this episode. AJ, have you ever had your heart broken? Absolutely. Do you want to tell the story or do you want to just leave it uh, at that? Um,. I never thought that it was possible. I, I'm gonna start by saying that because I, I pride myself on being very objective mm-hmm. um, and trying to always look at both sides of the situation. Um, and I never, I honestly never thought it was something that could happen. Like not even when my ex and I, when we, not even then, not, not even when we got divorced, not even when we separated, um, my heart wasn't broken in this kind of way. Um, but this was a person that I had made a conscious choice to love with all of me, not just my heart, like everything inside of me and be completely open to him and supportive to him. Um, you know, some shit that he went through, I, I stayed by his side kind of thing because I had committed to giving all of myself to this man and he broke my heart. He really did. That's deep. That's deep. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'll look him up. I'll choke him for you. We'll, we'll find it. I'll be like, look, you can't break my badass's heart. <laughs> We're good, though. Well, not he and I. My heart are good. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, that answer is probably no. Has anyone ever broken your heart? Like romantic heart, heart heartbreak? Never. Never. Um, I have had. I've, yeah, I mean, like what I was just saying, basically my this is where we're going to get too personal Hayes doesn't okay. get emotional but if I do forgive me on this one but um, the cousin the cousin I was just telling you about he just this past summer was actually murdered shot and killed and um, I think that's I've lost other people in my life but it like my grandmother was a big big loss for me because she meant the world to me um, she was an amazing person but losing him was a little different because he was younger he was the heart of the family it was like i said it was like my little brother and as crazy as he was and he had his issues he legitimately everything he did thought he was doing the right thing and lose him in that way to lose him in that way was just such a uh a hard loss and then like I said that was like my mother's second son and when she called me to hear the pain in her voice just yeah I'm sorry let's let's move on I, th- that's not the type of question that it was but yeah that was definitely okay. definitely one of the, yeah yeah definitely one of the toughest things I've ever been through um yeah so rest rest in peace to Terrence Robinson like I said my cousin technically but that was my little brother I love you um yeah. <sighs> Thank you. Um, I know that no that problems. Thank you. Yeah, it's it, it's it's not, but you know, I mean, that's the part of doing this. You got to be open. Um, but yeah, yeah. So anyone who's lost a loved one out there, that they know that that's the one of the worst type of heartbreaks you can ever feel. 
um to to let's 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 bring the spirits back up before we go again um before we go away aj i I want you to tell me yes with this podcast the feedback we've been getting i think we've both been getting great feedback listeners love the podcast um what's one of the goals you have for this podcast before we go just just pie in the sky goal for this podcast um, for us to have our own radio episode and for us to be traveling and doing this live. Ooh, that, that would be great. That, that would... He might get tired of me. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I doubt, I know I'll never get tired of you and I doubt if the if the listeners ever get tired of you, especially with all your stories. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I share that. Like to do, the, to do this live and in person and like to have like a panel of, of listeners in front of us to ask yes. questions live and have that energy and that interaction um, would be amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. So we definitely got to build up to that. We would be an interesting talk show. Yeah. We would be a very different type of talk show, but I think that we would be a very interesting talk show. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, AJ, we did it again. Well, you know, they say if you they say if you laugh, you cry, and you smile, it's an amazing day. I think we've did we've probably caused people to do all of that here on this podcast. So this <laughs> we're just gonna chalk it up to this is an amazing podcast. Tell the people where they can find us, AJ because we're dope that's why um i of course am on uh instagram at badass underscore jones underscore um i am not set up on a twitter handle yet and i don't know if we're going to discuss that but um i'm also on facebook at a.j.jones and we have our twitter handle love and bas and uh if you want to email us you can do so directly at love and bas at yahoo.com absolutely and while you don't have your own twitter handle you do run the podcast twitter so they can definitely reach out to you there if they wanted to tell you how crazy i am or just tell you how much they love you um (laughs) like posting a quote of the day like don't keep carry your feelings in your vagina don't eat before you have sex i think we're gonna not putting out some uh, words of inspiration for people <laughs> absolutely absolutely well i'm ceo hayes you can follow me at ceo h-a-i-z-e on twitter any social media platform i'm on that would be my handle um yeah yeah it's it's i love doing this podcast aj i do too <laughs> it's, it's been, honestly i feel it deeply that it's going to be an absolutely great journey for both of us absolutely well people good night listeners thank you uh we enjoy being able to interact with you keep those questions coming aj already gave you guys the email this has been love lust and badass soul we will see you guys next week